If I hear that you have even been walking down the same street that she is on, I will kill you. Now, do you understand that? Do you understand that? Leave the lady alone. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Great. Ah, good. Another fabulous winter day. How, how about you? Oh, yeah. Good, yeah. We were just talking. We had a nice snowstorm here in the uh, Chicago area. And yes. uh, anyone that's listening from the New York area, I know it's heading your way now, or it's there now, but who knows when you're listening to this, so I don't know if that matters. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it really doesn't. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it's not huge. I mean, what did we get, like, I think we got, like, seven or eight inches by me. Um, yeah, about the same. Enough to be a pain in the butt, especially since it's really heavy. So be careful out there at the heavy snow, everybody. You know, use your snow blower if you have it, or cheap child labor. That's right. At our age, you know, that's a heart attack risk, so you don't want to be shoveling yes. unless you have to. No. Right. And I will say that my back that, does hurt a little bit. <laughs> that, it, it, it feels ridiculous that, like, we are in that age group where, like, you know, yes. you could get a heart attack from shoveling the snow. But Right. But we are younger than the star of our show from today, so we got that going for us. Yes. Yeah. But not by much. Anyway, we'll get into that. Um First and foremost, Mike, you watching anything right now? We haven't talked about that in a while. Holy crap. All right, so I'm watching um, – I'm trying to think of – I've watched a couple of things. But right now, I, I'm watching Criminal Minds. Oh, jeez. Um, like I'm on like season three. Season three of 17 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like – so I started watching it. You know, my, my wife and my daughter were watching it. And so I, I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. You know, I'm watching it. I'm like – yeah, these guys look familiar. You know, I've seen them. They've been in some other show or whatever. And no, this isn't the show. It's just been around for like 20 years. So <laughs> I've n- I remember never them seen it when before. they were younger. Yes, on this same show. <laughs> and that's and that's what I'm like. I'm like, what do they look like now? This was, you know, <laughs> like everyone's probably old now. So I don't know. But to me, it's like brand, it's like a brand new show. But that so. that's one of the, like those a, shows that where like some of the people have changed over the years, though, right? Like. Yeah, like like one of the main guys changed like after season two. Maybe there's more to come. Oh, I don't okay. know, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel I, like I, I get those like that show confused with like some of the Law and Orders, like special SVU. Yeah, and, right. Because it seems like maybe there's some of the same people. Yeah. I don't even know, but I don't right. watch any of that stuff. So. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I woke up from like a time capsule, and <laughs> you, you woke know. up from a ten-year coma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. But <laughs> all right. But at least it's not like um, you know some of these Netflix series that you get into and you burn through like three seasons in like a night, and then you have to wait like a year for the next season to come out. Yeah. So at least this one I've got you know got some stuff in queue that I can can watch. So good. It'll keep me. Going. Yeah. How about and you? I, I, th- I want to say my daughter was watching that for a while. I'm not sure. I know she wa- she's been watching a bunch of different things. Uh, I'm watching a few things too. Uh, I've watched a couple of movies, none of which were very any good to really speak about. But um, one show that's really intriguing me have Have you tried or watched WandaVision at all? Have you heard about that? I've heard of it. It's on the list. Yeah, um, it's you, my boys want to watch it, but like collectively we have to watch it together, so it's hard so you, to get all. Four and you of us can together. explain; they can explain it to you because I keep yeah, asking right. my son, like, "So wait, what's this?" <laughs> I mean, I've seen all the movies, but I'm not as into like, the whole dead? Marvel yeah. universe, you know. But I like it, yeah. and especially like, and I, <laughs> and my wife was saying when we were watching, she's like. We, she saw, I think we saw like an ad for it or something. She's like, this show looks like it's made for you basically because you, you've probably seen the promos too where like a lot of the, like some of the shows are set like in sh- like on sets from like the 50s and 60s basically. Yeah. And 70s. Yeah. 
So um, I won't say anything since you haven't watched it yet, but uh, I, I am enjoying it. I like it. It's it's weird, um, but I, I guess right, I won't I'll, say anything I'll, else so I'll I don't just, spoil it for you. I'll try to get into it by next week. So yeah, but anyway, people more, but... that are out there, watch WandaVision. It's, uh, it's a good time. And I, I'm sure there's yeah. some people that are like younger that are like, what the hell? But um, <laughs> but they know. Well, even from like the the commercials for that, I'm like, what the hell is this? All? I mean, I'm like, do I want to watch yeah. it? I don't know. But but the good thing is for them is they get they know all the Easter eggs that are in there, which I don't know half. Of them, oh yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, so yeah. it's something for everybody. But this last one kind of this last episode uh, four kind of brought a lot in and it kind of really changed things up. So uh, WandaVision, catch it. Anyway, will do. Yeah, and I'm trying to think what else have I watched. I don't know. I feel like I've been watching a lot of dumb movies. I watched Homefront with uh, Jason Statham or whatever. Is that how you say his name? Oh yeah, the mechanic. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 yeah. It wasn't. It was all right. It's. I mean, a typical. Movie I saw. Is. I saw the trailer for that too. That looked. Like, I was. Like that would be my kind of movie, I would think. Yeah, it's I mean, like it's action, yeah, basically someone just yeah. kicking the shit out of people. <laughs> it's like, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's entertaining. That and the, oh, I am watching. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I would. I'm watching um, Money Heist or La Casa de Papel, which is a Spanish. Oh, uh, I started watching show. some of that. Yeah, yeah. One of my friends at work a, was that, telling me to really watch it. That's a freaking. That's I, a good freaking series. <laughs> yeah, I got. Really, I'm, I'm into I it. got up to like season. Or a season episode like three or four maybe, and then I stopped and then I didn't go back. A part of it was yeah. I, I don't want to I don't know how to say this up because it's it's not subtitled it's um, dubbed. Oh well, so here's the thing. So yeah, you can watch it dubbed in English, but you can watch it subtitled. I mean, you just turn the like captioning. Oh, right? so it was it was recommended to me watch it in Spanish. And just read the captions. Uh, and it's, I didn't know you could do that because I did not like the yeah. dub voices. Yeah, no, the dub voices. Like I went to that because I was like, maybe that's better. It's not. So yeah, you really okay. stick with okay. the original. And because you know, I don't yeah. want to put anyone down, but the dub voices, it made me feel like I was watching the guys go play or something. <laughs> they just, yeah, 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 okay. It didn't feel okay. real. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe so give I it a shot. Yeah, it's it. I'm in like season three, I think now, and it's. Uh, it's good. Okay. It's, it's, maybe I'll, I'll good maybe I'll try that then. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. Couple uh, picks to click, people. Yeah. All right. So yeah. that's enough for that. What do we watch today, Mike? We watched. Let's rewind back to 1985, <laughs> where we watched The Equalizer. He's gonna equal season one. Equalize it all for us. Yeah. Season one, episode one, the pilot. Um, so let me just let me talk a little bit about my my history or okay. my memories of the Equalizer. So this was a show my mom watched, not a show that I was cool to by any means. But if it was on, I'd I, I'd watch it. So I never really knew like his story, and I always thought like, who's the old dude <laughs> that goes around helping people? For who's free? the old dude that's kicking the shit out of people? Right, right. So. This really put some things into context for me, so that was good, this episode, you know, seeing the pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I'm still like, he still seems like an old dude, which you mentioned, he's older than us, but like, how much older? How old do you think he was in the show? I'm going to, was he like 55? <laughs> exactly. Was he really? Born in 1930. Yeah. In 1985, he was 55. <laughs> that hurts, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But you know what? So speaking of that, just today my wife was talking, and I th- forgot what she said she saw it on, but she saw something about C. Thomas Howell. Oh, like someone like posted a video like one of his cameos. Okay. And she's like – she and I can't remember how it went, how, what she was saying, exact, how it went exactly, but she's, you know, along the lines of – you know, do you know how old he is? I go, yeah, he's only like fifty four. So I'm like, did were you amazed at how bad he looks for his age? She said, yes, he looks terrible. <laughs> so, sorry, oh. see Thomas Howell. Um, actually, that's another yeah. pe- well, person. Some people used to say I looked like when I was younger. But um, really, I, I hadn't heard that. But I think I've aged better than him. Not that I'm fifty four yet, but uh, I am not too far behind. Yeah, we'll have to Twitter tag him so he can. Oh yeah, so he can listen back. to this but, and 
<laughs> Come and kick my ass. And, and tell us, oh, yeah, you guys do look old. <laughs> so that's what we'll get. Yeah. Anyway, and well, and if you guys haven't listened, by the way, we put a mini episode out. That's our first mini episode where basically I blab about things that are coming up and things we missed and things you send us. So send us stuff. We'll talk about it. But anyway, um, I did not realize. I have seen the Equalizer movie with Denzel Washington many, 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 many times because I watch it whenever I I've on. never seen it. I like it. Um, but and I did not even too, realize right? that that like was related to this at all when I first watched it. Really? Several times I watched it. Cause, it's I mean, like I, it's the I same source material, I, you know? Yeah. I knew it was. I just never had seen yeah. it. But and then I said, "There's an Equalizer two movie, right? Is that Denzel yes. Washington also? That one isn't as okay. good. It's not bad. I mean, you know, it's still Denzel Washington. He still makes a good movie. You know, he's. Yeah. I think he's just fun to watch. Um, but yeah. But then, as we said, now there's the new Equalizer coming out. Yes. With uh, Queen Latifah. I I can't even fathom what this was. Uh, I mean, I've seen the promos, and she's kicking the shit out of people just like this, so I don't know. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's the thing, is, like, the point I made, too, is, like, I just don't remember her ever being in an action movie. Do you? I mean, it's always been, like, comedies or dramas. Right. I can't remember. But not that, again, she's an actress. doesn't mean you can't be in an action movie. Whatever. Hey, if Bruce Willis can become an action hero, (laughs) it's, it's open. Exactly. It's open season. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Um, but it seems like, you know, it's obviously going to probably be a little bit different, a little more, obviously more high tech, but anyway. Right. But we're not talking about that now. And as when Mike brought this up, and I think I said in the little mini episode, we did not plan this because of that new show. This just happened. Right. <laughs> much like everything else we right. do. Like I've had people yeah, before like, much... hey, did you know that this show premiered that day? Is that why you picked this? No, I didn't. <laughs> nope. Pure coincidence. Yeah. The level of planning that goes into our picks is, it's really, it's almost random. So, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So here we are. Yeah. So Equalizer. Equalizer. So, okay. So we open in a subway station in New York and two guys get off at different trains at the same time. One guy's got like an earpiece in. He looks like, he, you know, some kind of official police guy. And then the other guy looks like scared shitless guy with a briefcase and they like make eye contact so the guy with the briefcase just grabs some random girl and holds a knife up to her throat and um you know the cop pulls a gun and or whatever he was gonna i don't go think down. he was a cop yeah because he, he had one of those agent or something giant earpieces which is a total right. giveaway that he's probably after this guy <laughs> with the briefcase <laughs> He's supposed to be undercover, but he's got this, you know, the only guy on the train with this giant <laughs> coiled earpiece. In his, and then, um, then the, like, cops, I think, come from out of nowhere. And the equalizer walks up. Yeah, I'll, I'll call him right now. We'll call him the equalizer. But this, So this old guy walks up behind him, and, he, and he, he pretty much talks him down. He's like, hey, look, you trusted me one time. You'll be all right. You have my word. You know, put the knife down. So he he didn't put the knife down, but he drops the suitcase, and then like the yeah, cop. And, the, and I think shoots he tells and I think he tells the guys to lower their guns too. He's like trying to calm everybody yeah, yeah. down. Yeah, he's like everyone. Yeah, down, you know, let's 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 downgrade this situation a little bit. So, and then but when the guy drops the suitcase, somebody pops him. And I'm not I'm not sure who did it. If it was the guy with the earpiece or not, but yeah. So then he's was. pissed and he's. He's still got the knife. He's still got the girl. He's, now he's like, now I'm going to kill her. And then, uh, then you know, our our hero is forced to deliver the fatal shot to him. Um, and the cop, or the, whoever the guy in the raincoat is with the earpiece, immediately is like, dude, that's mine. Like, I, you know, that's my kill. I got him or whatever. <laughs> and then, so then... Um, or you know the equalizer guy, <laughs> he points his gun over at at the cop or at this. Dude, I, don't, I keep calling him a cop, whatever he is, an agent or something, and like like he's gonna drop him right there. But yeah. then he, he kind of back back down. Right. And I'm like, damn, that was a pretty good opening, you know? Yeah. So now, do you know who that guy was with the knife? No. Do you recognize him? 
No, I don't. I don't. I didn't. I don't think I paid that close of attention to. It. Well, I what I recognize him from, and he's from <laughs> other stuff too, by the way. But what I recognize him from, and what I wrote down, I go, "Is that the bus boy from Seinfeld? He's the guy that George got fired, and they go to his oh, house. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like, they hilarious. leave the door open, and the cat gets out. He's like, "La puerta está abierta." <laughs> It's funny because there's another Seinfeld connection in this. Show. Yes, there is. Um, but yeah, no, I just I saw that. I'm like, holy shit, that is. Um, but by the way, he's been in plenty of other things besides that. <laughs> That's just what I know him from. Still, yeah, no, right. Still, it's a good call. Yeah, I, I was pretty proud of myself for uh, for catching that one. Yeah, you you're good at that though. You catch those really bizarre <laughs> references somehow. I don't know how. But, I don't either. But but then so then we cut to the opening credits, which was I thought short and to the point. Yeah, it was um, kind of situational. You just get to see that this guy is going to be a badass, right? Soundtrack um, by Stuart Copeland from The Police. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, and then I did like on that though, like <laughs> when they were. It would be like you'd see this lady walk to try to get on a subway and she doesn't get on, and then some like random creepo guy just like pulls walks out of nowhere, and then there's like somewhere else, and then some other random creep open, you know, like walks out from nowhere. I'm like, is this all gonna be about him just kicking the shit out of guys going after women? I mean, which is fine, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I th- it's it set it sets the stage for you know who he is or what he does. So I was kind of getting. So let's see, where do we go? Oh, so then we go to um there's like a symphony practicing and he what's his name again? McCall? McCall. Mac- yep, Robert McCall. McCall. Okay. So so McCall walks into this symphony practice and they're just wrapping up and I got so excited because <laughs> Johnny from the Karate Kid was in the <laughs> playing an instrument in there. So I immediately took a picture and sent it to Mike. I was like Johnny! And what did I say uh, back to you? You're, you're like, oh yeah, he looks like a baby. Well, no, no, I didn't mean he looked like a baby. I said he was kind of a baby in this. Oh, Because oh, 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 he yeah. was not like his typical badass like character that he always no, plays. No, he wasn't. He wasn't a hard ass. No, he was. But he turns turns out he he he's McCall's son. Yeah. So wait, here's and, the thing. Like you said, it was a symphony. Was this like a high school like orchestra? I'm assume is that what it's supposed to I be? I don't think so. No, I don't think it was supposed I mean, to be like, like it was in a professional. It wasn't. Was it? I don't know what it was, but they were gonna have a concert. Well, yeah, like but I mean, your kids have been at concerts in high school, right? <laughs> yeah, I I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So maybe I, did, right, I just maybe couldn't figure just out. I just, I, I, just I literally couldn't figure out. I didn't know if it was like a high school <laughs> thing. Or college. I figured it was some or, some kind of like extracurricular, you know, like outside of school music. Because yeah, it because it seemed like after like. this, like after you see them, they go inside. It seems like they're talking inside of school. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't invest that much thought into that, but um, but it, th- when they were talking, like you said, they went somewhere to kind of talk and catch up. It, they were uncomfortable, and then you know I was like, oh, "This seems like this might be his son." Um, <laughs> but we later learned that yes, it is his son. He tells the kid he resigned from you know whatever it is that he did for a living that kept him away from his family for months on end. Um, but the kid seemed like genuinely you know happy to see him. He wasn't like, "You're a dick." Don't you know what are you doing? Here? Right. It was more like he's like you know, hey, you know, if you can make it to the concert, that would be great. I'm not going to hold my breath, but. Yeah, if you could do it, and he and he uh, tries to say that hey, things have changed. I've resigned, blah blah blah. And I got to get a little clip of them talking. So, I'll play that here real quick. It's a new slate, beginning to feel good. So, what are you going to do with this new slate? I'm going to stand back, look around me, get to know my son a little better. You better talk to your ex-wife about that. She's pretty independent now. Good job. New photos on the mantelpiece. Charge card at Bloomies, it's all paid up. <laughs> she feels pretty good about herself. You can't spoil that. No, no, no. I wouldn't want to do that. Hmm. I don't ever remember uh, 
the son or a wife or anything at any other point in this. Again, I didn't watch it very often, but uh, yeah. You know, well, I think he's in. I think he does show up in this again. I and actually, um, Chris uh, from Twitter he he mentioned that something along the lines of that they were actually kind of thinking of doing a spinoff with the son. I don't oh, know really? if he was going to like follow in the footsteps or whatever. I can't remember what he said now, like unfortunately. Teenage equalizer. Yeah. Um, but um, never happened, obviously. Yeah. All right. So then. Um, oh, now we get, to see, the- we get to see a glimpse of the ad he takes out in the paper. Yes, right. And yeah, he's walking the streets, and he, he like picks up a paper and, and opens it up. Yeah, and, and for whatever reason, I didn't write it down. What does it say? Odds against you? Yeah, something like the odds against you. Call the Nowhere equalizer. to turn, you know. Like yeah, something. Call the equalizer. <laughs> but my question is, like, so what is this under in the classifieds? Like, right? <laughs> like, he's just, like... Contract like killer, like, hi- hired gun, what? Like, I don't mean- <laughs> Are you like you have like credit problems? <laughs> I mean, how do you interpret that? Right. You know, like I didn't... like G- like uh, Rockford Files. There was an ad for that, but obviously you look under private investigator, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so you know, right. it wasn't so vague, right? This was like random. I don't know what it was under, right? Because he I couldn't put in the ad, "I will kill somebody for you," because that's right. you know, that right. would be bad. Uh, former government uh, assassin available <laughs> to help you. Yeah, for odd jobs. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, no real proof uh, required. Yeah. So, um. So then, um, there's some creepy dude talking to a young girl <laughs> at school through a fence, and I'm, you know, I'm just thinking that's not going to go well for that guy at some point because he's on the show. <laughs> yeah, he's on the show, <laughs> and he's wearing one of those green like old military coat things that those people are always bad people in these this era <laughs> it just yeah it screams bad and man, right? she right. he's gonna die probably yeah yeah and then uh we we go to um another random scene it seems like at this point which i thought this was like a like an older cop maybe a fed on a computer well wait before that like, though just like you see we see him talking to the kid but then we see the mom oh yeah yeah Remember, the mom goes up yeah. to him and says, what are you yeah. doing? And he seems to know her. Like, he knows her name. Or is he the and mom? Or is she the, yeah, she was the mom, right? She was the mom, yeah. yeah. Sorry. And he she's talks an about her teacher. hair, and she's like, get the fuck. You know, she doesn't say that. By the way, yeah. this is played by, uh, she might look familiar to you, Patricia Callenber. But she was from 30-something, and uh, the show Sisters. Ah. That was, um, among watched, other things. Never watched either one. Um. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, so, we kind of established. Oh, she was right in Orange there, is the New Black a, too. Anyway, so there's a storyline that there's a creepy dude stalking right. this lady. So, exactly. Um, in the meantime, we go to this what I thought was a cop at first, you know, hacking away on his Apple II computer, getting. <laughs> I don't think it was a, even a that syntax error. No, I don't know <laughs> what it was. Error. It actually said that syntax error. Did it? Error oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Screen. It did. Yeah, because yeah, he was looking up the code zero nine zero zero. He was just doing right. like a so random search across- for it. Yeah, he's he comes across some information and he so he picks up the phone, he dials his phone number, and at first I'm like, is he calling the equalizer? But no, it was like the Pentagon. Yeah, he so called he, he called up. the uh, set from War Games. Yeah, <laughs> it was... I'm pretty sure if you call the Pentagon and hang up, they're gonna call you back. Well, that, that's exactly I what know. I thought. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. It's like you call 911 and you hang up, they call you back in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and he called exactly. the red phone. He didn't just call like. A phone on the desk. Right? He called like the general's like hotline. Yeah, and he's in. You're right. He's in a room that has like screens yeah. to, to like four stories tall. It's, it's NORAD. No, that's it's somewhere. NORAD. It's the set of war games. It, it's like right from war games. Yeah. Somewhere his phone number popped up on one of those screens. Right. Somewhere. Exactly. Um, but he hangs up, and then these other guys come in. They're like, "Hey, what did the guy say? What did he? He's like Pentagon generals, whatever speaking. Is that what he said? I don't. It's something like that. Like he knew. Yeah, yeah Pentagon I just heard right Pentagon. Away. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> um, so then yes, these guys go, come in. Yes, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> these other two guys come in and they're like, hey, you know, what are you working on your little side project? 
um, the boss wants to talk to you. Right? Yeah. So they and these guys, you can tell them. they're bad news right away. So what are you working on there, Frank? After hours when right, nobody's right. around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they like tell the story right there. And it turns out they're not cops. They're it's a, a telecommunications company of some type. That yeah, Manhattan Telecommunications. I think was the company. Yeah. Um, oh, so meanwhile, we go back to to the lady's house. Um, Colleen was her name, and her little girl is watching. Well, no, I thought it was Colleen. So according to IMDb, <laughs> I thought the same thing too. Her name's not Colleen; it's Carleen. K C A R L E N E. What? <laughs> I think I it's just the that. equalizer's <laughs> accent that just makes it sound like Colleen. Oh, maybe. Either that well, or IMDb is wrong. It's like I don't know. Either way. I'm going to refer to her as Colleen. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be able to say Carleen. So. Yeah, right. So the little girl's watching Magnum, um, which uh, yeah, probably not the right show for her age. I don't know. But yeah. um, I'm not, it's not going to hurt her. I'm not saying that. But So then the creepy dude <laughs> is across the street at, at a phone booth, and he calls the mom. And he's like, he can see her right through right, the window. This is from a the phone booth. <laughs> suspiciously placed phone booth. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. So, if I was going to look for an apartment and there was a phone booth right outside my door, I'd be like, no, I don't think I'm going to take this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right outside the window. I'm going to have all the and drug then, dealers looking at me while they're calling their yeah. their sources. I don't think so. Exactly. <laughs> so she hangs up on him after some banter. You know, he says something to scare her or whatever. So he tries calling back. She unplugs the phone. And then he does the next best thing. He just walks out of the phone booth and he's like, Colleen! He like screams her name. And you can hear her because it's like he's right there outside the window. Yeah, because I don't think she knew he was there at first until he started screaming. No. I'm surprised then, uh, he didn't take he a boombox out and put it over his head. Like, uh, Yeah, really? Yeah. Say anything? Yeah, thank you. I couldn't think of the name of the movie for a second I blanked. <laughs> um, so... Let's see. Yeah, so he yells her name, and then he just walks away. Like, I thought he gave up kind of easy, but um, but then it's uh, nighttime, and McCall's walking with – was that the guy from the Pentagon? No. Or no? <laughs> this guy – in, in the credits, it just says his name is Control, <laughs> um, but he's oh, Robert okay. Lansing. I guess he's, like, you know, one of the – not top guys, but he's a big – Wig with whatever organization they're involved with, right? Okay, and he's basically like, so, "Hey, uh, you can't just fucking retire." <laughs> he's like, well, yeah. first, he's like, I this think, is not that kind of job. I think, yeah. First, McCall is like, uh, "I found all the bugs in my hotel, by the way," and um, he's basically like, "Hey, I'm you're talking to you as your friend. You, you know, you're you're too dangerous. They're not going to let you go." And uh, actually, here, I think I got, I got a little bit of a clip of them talking about it. This might explain it better. I know why you resigned. I didn't have to read the letter, all right? What's in your heart is fine. I can't let you do it. Sure, it's a tough world out there. All kinds of people need help all the time. But we've got our own world, our own little shadow world. And you can't just walk away from it. Just watch me. A call come back. I cannot do that. You're too great a security risk for them to tolerate, you understand? Then you take your best shot. Damn. Damn is right. So basically, they just don't want him to leave because they figure, I guess, they're worried about him just, like, selling secrets to people? Yeah, he knows too much. He's, you know, I don't know. He's a killer. I mean, like a train killer, not like a serial killer. But yeah, they you know he's a risk, right? You don't just go. It's like Mission Impossible or Born Identity. You don't go through all that training and then they just let you go. You know. I guess. I mean, you got to retire at some point, though, right? <laughs> yeah. True. Or is or, your retirement a bullet? <laughs> yeah, I think that's you get a like a gold bullet in the back of the head as retirement <laughs> instead of a gold watch. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, We've melted down this so, Rolex to make this bullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to make this hollow point bullet to put in your head, but yeah. Um, so then the the guy from earlier who was who called the Pentagon looking up the phone numbers, 
he's driving along and this other car comes and like runs him off the road and uh, the guy in a garbage truck pulls him off to safety before it explodes. Right. Somehow he gets like squeezed between the garbage truck and the other car and he launches in the air like a chips accident. Now, right, since right. this is a late 70s model car, it doesn't really get much air because <laughs> it weighs 17 yeah. tons. But it does True. turn upside down. And as we all know, as ch- children of the 80s, anytime a car flips upside down, it's going to explode. It just has to. Right, right. It's just, there's just a, and it set, that sets into motion like a chain of events that happens that causes a car to explode. Um, I don't want to go through all the steps. Because I would be making them up. <laughs> One of them was leaking but, gas out of the back. Because remember yeah, those cars back in the gas. day? The gas tank was behind the license plate, remember? Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's where and I'm sure it had like a, you had to have like a 40 gallon tank to be able to get anywhere. <laughs> at least. It took you like 20 minutes to yeah. fill it at the gas station because it takes forever. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that leaked and exploded. And, uh, but he was, he, he was okay. Um, and then, oh, then McCall's playing chess with his dog. Um, <laughs> I think he's a little, little lonely there for a minute. Um, and he gets a call. And the, the dude's like, hey, I saw your ad. Someone tried to kill me. And uh, so he makes an appointment to see him. But this is where I was thinking, like, how do you know? I mean, like, r- really, like, could you be like, look, I'm in a lot of credit card debt and – I, you know, I need someone. Is, is this is this what your ad is about? Like, it would be too vague for me to understand that <laughs> you're looking for. It's like I need you to take out Chase Manhattan Bank for me. Could you do that? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's like it's just like you don't see those kind of ads. I guess. Is, no, I don't <laughs> no, know. no. Maybe like today it would be like on the dark web. You could find this guy, right? Oh, I'm sure those are ads all over the place in the dark web. Yeah. How do you think these right? idiots get arrested all the time when they're trying to do something? Yeah. So anyway, he so he meets him the following day at this cafe, and he's like, you know, what's your issue? I work at this phone company. I found some secret code. The, uh, he found a flaw. It's 0900. It's there. I don't know what that means, but whatever. I don't know. But he got either. fired, too. Yeah, he got fired over it, and some guys tried to kill him. So, yeah, he, he figures he's on to something. And uh, McCall's like, all right, you know, go stay with your cousin out of town. Um, no discussion at any point about any fees or lawyers or how, how right. what's the best way to take care of this. <laughs> it's just – I don't need no sticky lawyers. You get lawyers. out of town and call this number every hour or something like that, you know. Um so then we cut away from this, and we go to Colleen's at the grocery store shopping. And to be honest, I'm more interested in the Colleen story than the telecommunication guy. Um, but Colleen's shopping, and the creepy dude is, like, standing, you know, 12 feet away from her watching her. And she – and I, this <laughs> I thought he actually handled pretty well. She starts yelling at him. She's like, I'll kill you. I'll stab you in the heart. And he's like – I've never seen her before in my life. <laughs> I don't know who she is or what she's talking about. And did you hear all the people in the background? They're like, I think she's crazy. I didn't. She's I mean, I, nuts. Can we shop somewhere else? <laughs> like, why do you automatically believe the weirdo in the green jacket just standing in the middle of the store eating a candy bar instead of the lady who's got a cart yeah. full of groceries who's paying? I don't know. Right. And the cashier was looking at her like she was yeah. totally nuts. <laughs> but uh, I just liked that. Yeah. I liked the way he handled that. But um, Oh, so then we, now the, uh, McCall's dropping off. I don't know. He's got the guy and his wife from the telecommunication company, and he's going to drop them. I, I don't know if he's dropping off as a bus station no, or he said airport. He, I don't know where taking, the hell I thought he said take him to a private airfield. He had a plane, like, chartered for him to take him to Philly. Oh, okay. Wow. He goes all out. So, it, like – well, that very free. second, a car, a car pulls up next to him, with like a shotgun, <laughs> yeah. and like, like inches away. So the car chase ensues here, and they take a couple of shots at McCall's car. And it, what was that? It was uh, like a Jaguar Jag. or something, right? He had a, he had a nice yeah, car, Jaguar. And um, yeah, the thing is, he can't seem to shake these guys. Right, everywhere he turns, they're like cutting him off from like another direction. 
Um, so he's like, this isn't working. So he gets out and he, he just starts shooting at him <laughs> with like a like a sniper gun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he takes him out. He took care yeah, of him. Yeah, they launched into so, the river. It was nice. Yeah. And then we get we um, get to see the boss. He's on the phone. He's like, "How many guys does it take to stop one guy?" You know, he's all mad because, of course, you know they got taken out. Um, yeah, what is he? Was he like the CEO? Like, yeah, who was that guy. Yeah, he was like the head of the telecommunications thing. Got Obviously, it. hiding something. Oh, yeah. um, but then we get McCall goes to the police station. And uh, he's talking to a cop there. By the way, the cop is played by Stephen Williams. I know him from X-Files as Mr. X. You might know him from 21 Jump Street. Um, or other people might know him from 21 Jump Street, as well as other things. <laughs> um, I never really watched 21 Jump Street. I have seen I the movie. I love 21 Jump Street. Um, all right, where was, I, where was I going here with this? All right, all right but anyway, so the so, cop's kind of like pissed. He's like, hey... You just can't go around just taking. I mean, I don't even know if he knows about this yet, but he's just like, "What are you doing?" You know, and I think he has like a PI license now, or did he? No, he didn't. He doesn't have anything, right? He he doesn't he doesn't need a license. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he's like, he, he's, I I have a security company now. He's like, how many people work for you? Just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's he's asking the cop to look up that license plate for. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, and they so they have some history. Like they seem to know each other, right? Yeah, no, they do, right? And then that's why I looked yeah. to see how many episodes the um, he's in, but he's only in a few episodes, so he's not like a regular character in the show, All right. which is surprising. But yeah, so he gives him license plate. <laughs> he's like, "What's wrong? Did your computer blow up? Who said that? Was that McCall that said that, or was it the cop?" Oh, I don't know. I don't even have that. Yeah, I, I just wrote that, that down, and I don't, now I don't remember who said. It. But he tells him when he's like, "Hey." Remember, this isn't like Nam or something like that. Just remember, this is like right. the city. <laughs> this is like civilization. Exactly. And then so as he's leaving, McCall walks past Colleen, who's like reporting the psycho to the cops. Oh, um, wait. And I wrote down here, shit, this guy talking to the lady. Wait, who is it? Hold on. Sorry. Because you see her there. Oh, talking to his name is Goldman. He's a cop there. Shoot, hold on. What All is right. he from? Well, he's from the Sopranos. He's in the Sopranos. Oh, Shawshank Redemption. That's where I remember him from. But uh, David Proval. Oh, really? David Proval or Proval. But he was in. What? Who, who, huh? What did he play in that? He was, what, what did he play in that? <laughs> he, he was a prisoner. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, he was. I remember him, and that—that's just kind of what I remember him from. But he was in The Sopranos got, for like ten episodes. So, I saw a trailer today with something, and the uh, the guard from Shawshank Redemption mm. was a, sher- a sheriff in this like new show. Or oh movie. shoot! I don't know. What yeah, it was. wait. What is that? I just, <laughs> I like. I literally just saw it before I came, you know, to record here. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> he was in that movie with. Uh, that I was just talking about, Homefront. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? I uh, don't know. I'm saying he was the sheriff in uh, that movie. Oh, that's probably what it is. Then. <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, all right. All right. So then, so then, so she's trying to report the dude. The cops like, look, lady, the guy hasn't done anything yet. I can't. There's yeah. nothing we can until do. he actually murders you. You can't report a crime. <laughs> Yeah, once he well, rapes you or murders you, let us know. Yeah. Well, well, and this was, what, 85? I don't think they had anti-stalking laws yet, right? I don't think that started. I, I don't know. It was right around here where it started. I don't know I don't know if it was after that one actress got killed that started it, but it was right around this time, I think. Oh, yeah, from... Uh, my Sister Sam. My, my Sister yeah. Sam, yeah. Um. It's nice right, that it takes we'll a- like an actress to get murdered for like a law to get enacted by something that's probably right? been happening for eons before that. Yeah, exactly. Nothing against the actress, obviously. It's not her fault. I'm just saying. No. No. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have interpreted it. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, so then we get we're at this like corporate banquet, <laughs> black black tie affair. And With everyone wearing the got, same damn white scarf. What was that white scarf that I, everyone was wearing? I, I, was that in? I don't I know. I think it was. Maybe like, that was hey, a fashion thing? All right, guys. In this scene, you're all supposed to be rich. Uh, want me to bring my white scarf? <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
we're all going to wear the white scarves. <laughs> so, so they have those on. And McCall is there. You know, he fits in. He's got the tux on. Yeah. Um, so the boss takes these two guys and they go well, in an office like and I, talking. I think I said on the Minnesota. So I don't know why I said this, but it's like he does seem like he would be someone's butler. <laughs> oh yeah, with with the accent yeah. and the, I don't know, not to be profiling anyone, but um, so he they go off into an office. He goes off another way. He picks a lock, which this drives me nuts, and I'm sure a lot of people know this. If you have any experience at all trying to pick a lock you can't pick a lock with one tool like with one hand you need you need a tension bar and you need to pick the lock so it's like if you stuck your key in the lock but didn't turn it like that's exactly what the but anyway so he picks the lock and not that mike's picked any locks or anything like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but i i mean i was always curious about like how do you pick a lock i've tried it you know but I mean, at least Magnum, when he's picking locks, he does it the right way. He's got two pieces of things. He gets he has two exactly. things. Right. So he picks the lock, and then um, he goes in. Um, oh, he picks the lock, and then he sees a security camera. This was brilliant, I thought. He <laughs> I takes also don't a, think he takes it would a, work. <laughs> he took a Polaroid <laughs> picture of like from the camera angle of the hallway or wherever he was, and then he hung it in front of the camera. <laughs> And the guard didn't notice, so he wouldn't see any activity there. Yeah, also, I'm sorry that wouldn't work. The the cam- no, I mean, he did go and adjust the the like the the camera lens, but I, yes. I just don't think it would be able to resolve a picture that close. I don't think it has that short of a uh, focal length. Like well, he put be. it on like a, a wire. Still, and, it know, went yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, so he goes on this computer. Not sure what the hell he does, but the the yeah, bad guys can really see. Did he really do much? I don't know. I don't really because like he. Oh, he's because I know because they, they, they show him going on the computer, but someone else is in another room saying, "Hey, someone's online in this computer in that room," so they go and check it out. Yeah, but they don't really show him doing anything on the computer. I don't think. Um, I don't know what he's doing. No, we don't see anything. Yeah. But I'll tell you this much. Um. In 1985, if my dad tried to operate a computer, um, he could not just walk up to it and get any information from it. I'll tell you that much. Like, he couldn't work the VCR, so I really doubt that this guy could. Well, this guy is not your dad, though. This guy was a trained assassin, super secret spy. He probably knew everything. You think they taught him, like, computer basics, too? I'm sure. In 85? He knew how to probably... Well, they did. He probably knew how to yeah, run, knew how you know, to look in. up the directory to look what programs were on the CD on the drive, <laughs> like delete star, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he knew the basic right. DOS commands, he, he change did. directory. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> yep. All right. So then they're like, they see that he's online because, you know, whenever you're on a terminal at a company, an alarm shows in the boss's office that someone's logged on. So they run over there. And he's gone already. But then you see him walk by outside the window. So he's very stealthy. Um, yeah. And we have no idea what he got from that. But um, now Colleen's getting into the shower. Um, the little girl's in bed. And someone opens the door and apparently comes in. I mean, it's somebody. We know who it is. Right? Yeah. We don't see him, but um, we just see, like, point of view of him. Yeah. His name is Steve, by the way. He gave his name. Oh, he did? Uh, okay. Yeah, on, on the payphone. Yeah. My name's Steve. Um, so she gets out of the shower. She's calling for her daughter. And as she as she does, you see the door close. And then there's writing like in red. Like, I don't know if it's like lipstick or something, but it says, nice seeing you. I'll be back. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then like the daughter like takes like a minute to answer. So you think like he Right, he's yeah. Over, they kind of like she, you. She's yeah. there. Oh, shit. He was in Seinfeld, um, too. Sorry. Are you serious? That's where they did all their casting. He was the... Oh, he was the prisoner in the episode, the airport. <laughs> I think I remember that one. He gets like gets away. Wait, who was the other guy that was in Seinfeld? The the guy who held the gun in the beginning. The, oh, yeah, right. He was right, also okay, in was... Crimson Tide. I'm trying to think of him, what he was in Crimson Tide. Anyway, sorry. 
I shouldn't be looking up IMDb while we're in the middle of this, but <laughs> I forgot to look so, up him. I don't know why. I forgot to look up him of all people, like to see if he what else he was in for whatever reason. Anyway, go ahead. So at this point, Colleen's like, "All right, I'm going to get some help." By the way, he was also so the next too. <laughs> the next day, we see her at the cafe with with McCall, and she's like, she tells him about Steve, and he's like, "Well." I can equalize the odds, <laughs> which is a moving, moving statement. And she gives him a sketch that she drew because she's an art teacher. Um, so th- these are his instructions that he gives her. If you see him, call me and I'll be there, and he will never bother you again. That's all it will take. I'm like, that is freaking dedicated. You're pretty – you got to be pretty – damn sure that it's going to work. And this was what, New York? Yeah. Big city. Yeah. Big city. And um, he's like, I'll take care of you. No one will hurt you. like, wow. Uh, (laughs) You're going to sleep outside my house or what? I I just feel like, yeah. (laughs) yeah, I'm like, maybe you bit off more than you can chew making statements like that. But um, So the next thing you know, we're in the park. And this is where um, he's walking, and there's a man jogging behind him, and it's uh, George Costanza's <laughs> father. <laughs> um, and I guess he's like an agent, right? Like he's like his buddy from the yeah. His name is Brahms. Of, yeah, so he's like, I don't know how he's running, and the, you know, McCall's walking, and they're <laughs> going at the same speed, but um, but he's a, he, he's like asking for help on the. Zero nine hundred. Oh wait, sorry. I don't want to. I didn't want to get. I forgot. I wrote this thing down. When she was, when they were at the restaurant with the, you know, he's like, you know, what does this guy look like? She's like, oh, I made a sketch. I'm an art teacher, by the way. <laughs> she has like a picture of him that she yeah. drew. Yeah, I mentioned. Oh, you that. did. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what happens when I'm looking up IMDb at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now you know how my wife feels when I'm not paying attention. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, um, anyway, where are we? Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, so he asked. Yeah, he asked. He asked for help with the code. Um, and oh, then yeah. uh, I just wrote down like he works for them too. Seems like you can't retire from there. Seeing as how Jerry Stiller isn't exactly a spring chicken here either. <laughs> right. And really, all the guys are pretty old. Yeah. And, you know. But I think it, I thought it was funny stuff. that they were just because of the whole Seinfeld thing that they were in a handsome cab riding for a little bit together. The oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that. Um, then Steve shows up as Colleen is going home, and um, McCall happens to be like outside, and he like runs him down with the car. Yeah, because I think he, was he like booth. watching the place maybe for a little bit. I think. Yeah, yeah, he must have been. And then, so, he, and then he. He gets out and, like, well, he doesn't, like, pistol whip him, but he's, like, shoves a gun in the guy's face, and he's, like, if you touch well, her. Well, because there was a chase, right? They you. ran down the street. and he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he he ran. He drove after him. Yeah. And, then and he trapped out. him in another phone, different phone booth. Right, right. Um, they used to, yeah, they were pretty common back then, phone booths. <laughs> well, so, yeah. It, <laughs> So um, he goes back, and he's like, okay, you know, you'll be safe now. Right. And, and the like, thing, not to, you know, give away anything, but I wrote down right here, I go, does that work with stalkers? <laughs> Just threatening them never to see yeah. the person again? Right. Now, and, and I was thinking the same thing, but I'm like, okay, maybe a, a little bit is left to our imagination. Like, they can't really show in 1985 – him like knocking the stalker's teeth out with the gun <laughs> and things like that, but like that's the kind of stuff you'd have to do to really send a message. Yeah, like, I don't even know don't, if that would work usually, but yeah, yeah. But just telling him that's not going to do anything. But then, so you know, he's like, "Are oh, you safe now?" And she's like, "Oh, can you stay?" <laughs> I know. And then he got like he seemed like all nervous. Yeah. And now she's a lot younger than he is, right? I mean, uh, yeah. I'm misreading that. I would, yeah, I would say not so. The, not that there's anything wrong with that, but um, it's more of a father figure thing. Yeah, there was about uh, almost a 30-year age difference. Yeah. Um, well, more more power to you, McCall. He <laughs> uh... can still get it. <laughs> well, that's still unfortunate. So, you know I mean? back at McCall's place, his Asian buddy comes back, 
and those phone numbers are he's like these are this is phone number to the Pentagon to you know I don't know what else there was like a few different ones and something about the calls being recorded right like there's tapes of these calls it wasn't real clear I don't really know the details of that but yeah uh, but basically you said one of them was a senator right the phone number? Yeah, one of them was a senator. Yeah. So Pentagon Oval... Um, I wrote Oval House instead of Oval uh, Office. <laughs> the Oval House. <laughs> it's like an egg, egg-shaped egg house. But um, So the guy's like, you know, I'm your friend. You know, my advice to you is, you know, disappear. Get out of town. The agency's not going to let right. you retire. Well, that's what he said. He's like, I saw your ad. He tells him you should get out of New York and go where people aren't afraid of you. Where's that going to be exactly? Right. I mean, another planet? Deserted island. Yeah. All right. So then (laughs) McCall goes to the senator, right? And the senator, I don't know how we got up to talk to him, right? Yeah, he was like walking back to his limo, like out of some like campaign event. He's like, hey, uh, I need to talk to you for a minute. He's like, "Uh, here's my, you know, call my office. He's like, show some some badge, right? Right. Of what? I don't know. Probably his old badge. He probably didn't turn it in. He's like, uh, need to Maybe. talk to you about blackmail. <laughs> and the guy, like, spills everything. Yeah. I'm like, really? Um, but he tells him that he, he like, can yeah, help but, him out. Yeah, I've been involved in tax shelter scandals, uh, an affair, yeah. sketchy land deal. Yeah, exactly. And they want they want $100,000. Like, what if he was just from the press or something? <laughs> you know, and he just scam- scammed him out of this information. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. He's like, I, yeah, I, I'm going to help you out of this. And it's um, like, tell, tell me, bring him the money tonight. So he did. Um, yeah. And then he gets to see his other friend, Control, again. He's like, hey, by the way, which Jerry Stiller told him, is like, hey, you're code red right now. He's like, but hey, I got you down to a code yellow, you know. So the heat's off a little bit. They're not going to kill you, basically. <laughs> but They'll torture you. But you're, you won't yeah. die. And he goes, he's like, what what strings are there? What strings do we have with this? He's like, uh, you just got to do us a favor once in a while. And he said he saw his ad, too. Do these guys just, like, scour the newspaper? But then again, they're spies. Every spy movie we've seen, right, there's usually some sort of code in a newspaper. So they probably saw it looking for a code from one of their undercover agents. Right. Yeah, exactly. And there was no internet, so there's nothing else to do besides read the paper anyway. I actually remember reading ads just to entertain myself. <laughs> Did you ever run across one ad you as... needed help? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he so he tells his that... friend, he's like, hey, I might need some backup. And he told him about the blackmail. And he's like, you know, he's like, what do you expect? He's like, yeah, a few bodies, maybe mine. I don't know. <laughs> so, it's like either way it'll work out for you because it's a senator. Yeah. Like, there's something in it for you. Right. You know. Um, so then what? So we go back to, what's her name? Carlene, Colleen's house. (laughs) And immediately I'm like, well, we're back at her house. So this isn't a good sign. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, she goes, what? So, oh, she goes, she gets home. So she, and she goes to make the phone call like she's supposed to make. And we see a light turn off in another room that she's not in. And her daughter is oh, gone because right. he sent her daughter away for a couple of days. And then this, and like at this point in the show, and I'm sure it was intentional, it started to skip around a yeah, lot from right because then we jump right away to a, some boat or was it a ferry or something they were on or was it just yeah near it was the like water? a ferry I don't know what the hell yeah I think it looked like it was moving at one point I don't know yeah but but he's got a bag of money or a suitcase full full of money and it it's basically. The phone guys, right? The CEO of the phone company. Yeah. So like he was. The, it's like the CEO and his four buddies. Yeah. Or whatever. So they were basically recording phone calls, like you said, and then bribing people with the information. Right, right. And then McCall's like, well, yeah, you know, that telecom company, you know, that's cool and all, but, you know, I, I do know about your dishonorable discharge from the military and you're, you know, suspected for murder in Brazil. Yeah. And. And then the dude makes some kind of comment, like, I don't remember what the comment was, but almost like, like, this isn't Brazil, but it'll do, or something like that. Almost like, you know, if I have to kill you, I will. And then, um, 
oh, we go we back to the house again. again. Yeah. And she's like taking a shower, right? Or something? Or she's out of the shower. Yeah, she's out of the shower. She, and yeah. she hears she a hears music box. Music, like a music box. Yeah. And then, and then Stevie's there with a knife. Yeah. Of, of course. And I'm like, I, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I knew that wasn't going to work. <laughs> right. You call it, you just pissed them off. Yeah. Um, and then, so jump back to the telecom guys. Um, now he's holding a gun on McCall. So he hands over the briefcase and they take it and, you know, they're going to check to make sure the cash is in there. And then it explodes. Yeah. It's like a flashbang um, type thing. Which was right? cool. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It was a good it was idea. Cool. I wasn't expecting Yeah. It. You don't see that all, no. know, in the movies every day. So that, you know, gave him enough time to, you know, I don't know, quickly knock out the other two guys. Or maybe the suitcase took him out. I don't know what happened. But then he kind of chases the boss for a little bit. And there's a little bit of a fist fight. And then, you know, they're a little more of a chase. And then they're on top of this boat, like on the roof. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Happened this thing was it <laughs> but it's right next to the water because you see the guy look down like he's thinking maybe i'll jump <laughs> in the water and then mccall like cracks him in the head and the guy trips over something and falls in um i don't know if he died i, I don't I, think so what happens when you yeah um and then his you know his buddy control shows up with the cops you know all happen to come at the same time and mccall is like opening the gates and he's like yeah, you're gonna find you know a few bodies or a couple guys over here. And, <laughs> I don't think anyone was dead kinda, though, was it? I don't think so. No, no, no. They're just kind of messed yeah. up. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he he just kind of goes away. Yeah. Um, he's like, all right, I got another engagement. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. And then, like, I got a lot going on tonight. Yeah. I gotta get going. So. And so at, back at the Carlene's house or Colleen's house or whatever her name is. Uh, <laughs> We, uh, she's tied up with a phone cord and Steve's there like at the fire and he's just rambling. I don't even know. I don't even wrote down, write down what he said. I just said, he's rambling about some weird shit. Just, you know, showing that he's a little, got a couple screws loose maybe. Um, and I wrote down here, I go, so is McCall going to notice that she hasn't called or, and then try to call her and not be able to get through. And that's how he's going to know something's wrong. And that's pretty much what happens, because you see him go to a phone booth, right? And well, he gets their message, yeah. he check, he check, but then notices the messages, that right? there isn't one at eleven, even though it's like right at eleven right now or something like that, right? It's like eleven oh two, exactly. <laughs> you know. So he just you see he hangs up the phone and takes off, and the next thing you know, he's busting through the door like the Kool Aid Man at her house. Yeah, and uh, he sees her with the, sees him with the knife. Like, is she does he pick her up or something? Because it's like basically um, like a replay of the scene at the subway again. Like he actually has a flashback yeah. towards it, right? And then he shoots yeah. him in the arm. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's holding her at knife point, and he just yeah he he just pops him. Yeah, but he didn't kill him. He just shot him in the arm. And yeah, uh, and I you know. And at this point, I was really thinking, I'm like, I know what it's like when you're working and you got a you know, couple different projects <laughs> going on. It feels overwhelming. I don't know how you could possibly do all this in one night. No. <laughs> this would just in be like too 20 much. 20 minutes. Right. I was, I was stressed out just thinking yeah. about it. But, but he did it. Uh, yeah. He took care so of basically three different problems in one show. The senator, the guy who found the information on the computer, and then oh, yeah. uh, Carlene. Yeah. Not to mention his own retirement without getting whacked. So far. So far. Uh, right. But anyway, so then we cut to the concert, his son. Son's con- Which at this point I forgot all about. It. I'm like, <laughs> but I, he I, did I can't it. believe he That's remembered. all that matters. Yeah. McCall didn't forget about his son this time. So he gets there and he basically hears like the last six notes of the concert. <laughs> yeah. And gets full credit gets for full being full credit, there. right? <laughs> I'm like, I because you see him finish and he sees his dad. He smiles, and I wrote down, I'm like, I guess he thought his dad was there longer than the last four measures <laughs> right. of the song. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, 
he pulled it <laughs> off. He got he got full. Oh credit. yeah, totally been here. That that first song you guys played, that was kick ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh uh, man. What do you call that one? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, but then we see. So then what? They're at. Yeah, they go to. He's di- at dinner with the they lady. Go to right? dinner. Right. Right. They're chatting away. Yeah, and he apologizes. He apologizes. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought, dude, do you apologize for that? I don't know. Well, I I think he's kind of what do you think? I think he feels bad about is that he told her, he told her that he was take the guy was taken care of, and he really wasn't. He actually made it probably worse, and I think he feels a little bad about that. So I I think that's understandable. I probably would too. Be like, yeah, you know, my bad. I should have probably just fucking killed him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I should. I I shouldn't have pushed him over the edge. I shouldn't uh, have made it worse. Um, right. but he, she's like, oh yeah, well here, here's a check for a thousand dollars. She's like, oh, he's like, my fee is a hundred dollars to your favorite charity. And then she invites him to dinner, which I thought that's just what they were at, but I guess it's another. <laughs> so, did, so did I, I but maybe she means dinner in quotes, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, coffee, right. um, with dessert, <laughs> dessert. Um, but she wants. So, she says she yeah. wants to get it to get to know him better. He's like, "No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna like it." So he politely declines. Yeah. And my my last note on this is she could be his daughter. Oh, totally. Um, but yeah. Again, more power to you, McCall. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I forgot Robert. Oh, not Robert McCall. That's his character's name. Oh, Edward Woodward, which is an awesome name and moose madsen by the way he sent us a little video he's like he's got the best his favorite name is like edward woodward (laughs) (laughs) i mean why wouldn't you change that i don't know i would but i'd whatever but he was in i didn't did you ever see hot Um, fuzz with simon pegg no oh it's a good movie don't think so he was i forgot he was i didn't realize he was in that i mean i saw the character but i didn't realize it was the same guy until now (laughs) <laughs> like when we started till, doing this till right now um wow. but yeah no it was a good show i, I enjoyed it yeah it was a good it was, show it I was at, at 15 eh, probably not what i was looking for but it was a little um, um i don't want to say darker than i expected just from the the year it was but yeah true but that's actually what i liked about it was it, it yeah you know, well because a lot of the shows from this period just, like you know nothing i don't see nothing bad happens but you know what i mean Right, yeah. This was more definitely more serious. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Good times. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I did too. I'm. I'm actually. I'm gonna watch the Denzel Washington movie. Oh, yeah. I, I do want to see what that's like. Yeah. I mean, it's but. it's you know like well, so this was what based off of books, right? Or no? I don't know. You know, I didn't. I didn't see that anywhere. But maybe maybe not. Uh. uh, uh. Maybe. You would almost think so, though, if they made I a movie. So. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> we'll Here's the part of the episode where I look at Wikipedia while I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know why I thought I saw that somewhere. Maybe I did, but... Uh... We should have a spinoff. You should have a spinoff podcast where you just read Wikipedia articles <laughs> out loud. <laughs> uh, that's called audiobooks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, Johnny or William Zabka is in twelve episodes of this. So, oh, cool. I'm sure we'll see him again. I'd say so. <laughs> All right. Oh, and Good actually, show. I didn't look at it. Maybe I'll use save it for the mini episode. I did see when I was looking this stuff up. Um, I think it was Me TV. I don't know, but they had a thing like. You know, this show had some of the craziest guest stars. Like, not create, like, just it was kind of weird who guest starred in the show. So maybe I'll look through some of that. Yeah, but yeah, if you have any thoughts, good. also sounds let us know. And it's on uh, the NBC app. Yeah, uh, if you want to st- stream it, has commercials, but you know. And I think it was elsewhere too. When I was looking it up, I think I saw it pop up on a few different places. If, yeah, I'm sure. Like, it is. I mean, all of them I think are pay. Oh, actually. Like when I look it up now, like TBS and TNT, it says free with cable TV, so it must be running on that channel just regularly. I don't know if you can do an on-demand yeah, thing, probably but is. Um, yeah, no, definitely a good show. Check it out. 
the Equalizer. And then if you watch the Great Queen Latifah show, let us know how that is. Yeah. Is that out? No, that it's going to premiere after the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, so it's not a movie. It's a t- it's on TV? It's a, it's a series. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I just, I just found it kind of weird, though, just because they literally just had the Equalizer 2 come out. Like, I think, uh, was it a couple, two years ago? And that they're going to now have another series, so... Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll watch that too then, and I'll do a a triple compare. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. But. Maybe not. All right. And uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So three, uh, four Jaguars out of five. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> I'd give it. I'd give it four. Four out of five. I yeah. Think. No, definitely. Um, it definitely had some eightiesness to it. Um, but that's you know obviously you can't get away from that and that's that's what it's all about right yeah I don't I don't mean that in any kind of negative way because the 80s were great we are we are a product of the 80s ourselves yes exactly all right any final parting thoughts Mike um I was trying to think of something witty that the equalizer <laughs> might say but <laughs> I, I, I've got nothing okay <laughs> all right for this episode i used to watch this i am mike forgetto and i'm mike sullivan talk to you next time bye that's it for this episode of i used to watch this visit us at i used to watch this.com facebook.com slash i used to watch this twitter at i used the number two watch this and instagram.com slash i used to watch this find us on itunes google play spotify and wherever your favorite podcasts are available thanks for listening